evening, friends and listeners, and welcome back to yet another episode of Nerdgasm Presents Cape Quest. Hooray! As always, I am the Mupacabra, and with me are six of my favorite boys. Please say hello to Switch Rigs, 12-sided guy, and with me is Dress Blacks. Hooray! Say hello, boys. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. I apologize for this. Um, my voice is shot. Uh, I worked a lot of hours this past weekend, so did Dress Blacks, but apparently he doesn't talk like a fucking idiot. So this is what I sound like now. I did a job interview like this this morning. I had to go in front of actual people, dress professionally, shake their hands, and be like, I'm not sick, and it doesn't hurt. I just sound awful. <clears throat> so this is what we're working with. Please bear with me. Thank you so much for your patience. So this week, um, I thought we would talk about something that actually all of us are capable of talking about. I know we all have experience with on some level or another. Um, I want to talk about the concept of open relationships. I think this is something that all of us have different, different, diff, 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 oh my God, porky pig, <laughs> differing levels of experience with. But I think it's a conversation that we can all contribute to. I think we all come at this from unique perspectives. Some of us have been doing this longer than others. Some of this, um, some of this, some of us can speak to, you know, sort of, I mean, we can all speak to the transition, but some of us, again, more recently than others, the transition of moving from a closed relationship to an open one. Um, I think we can all talk about sort of what an open relationship means to us in general and in the circumstances that we're in. Um, and then maybe I'd like to kind of discuss some of what our our expectations were for open relationships versus the reality of that. Um, is that okay with you boys? Yeah. Sounds good. You have my doodle bear. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, 12. Doodle away. <laughs> doodle away. All right. Noodly doodly. So, noodly doodly. Scooby doodly. So, um, just, I'd like to kind of start um, if if you guys could um, sort of, and I don't know where to point because I know where you are on mine, but I forget where we are just, on the actual just say thing. Who. You're on the bottom, right? Switch, I'm currently always, on the bottom. You're always on the bottom, mm. and he's. I think he's on my left, but he's actually on my right. So if I want to point at 12, I point over there. Yes. Yeah, I got it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so if we just want to go in a circle, in a circle, in a triangle, whatever the fuck this is. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm doing my best. And explain, um, I guess maybe what, this sounds like an AA meeting or something. Explain what your experience with open relationships are. Um, and we'll start there and we'll kind of, we'll kind of go from there. So we're going clockwise or counterclockwise? Oh, God damn it! So we'll start with 12. <laughs> okay. 12, you go counterclockwise. first. Counterclockwise. Oh, okay, so uh, I, I, you can say I, I uh, sort of dove headfirst into all of this. Uh, first open, open relationship, probably 21. Like, serious open relationship. Uh, but funny enough, I'd, I'd met her through a previous submissive, so that was an interesting experience, because, uh, you know, now, now anything that happens quickly travels through the, what, what is the extended polycule, as it were. 
Um, okay, I'm going to stop you right here because polycule is a word that you use a lot, and you're the only person. I'm. You're on the side. You're the only person I've ever heard use it. So can you tell me what that means, please? I know, oh. but for our listeners. Uh, the, the the short version is, is that the polycule is sort of the collective group of, like, so switch phrase is in my polycule through you. Right, it's the the, okay, the dating but, the dating family tree, as it were. But we're not dating. Switch and I aren't dating. Or, what did I say? I'm sorry. I we heard you said say switch. switch. I meant dress blacks. I apologize. Brain fart. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, where yeah. the confusion was. Even, switch and I are dating. <laughs> not even catch it. So Total brain fart. Would it be safe to say polycule is kind of like synonymous with like metamor? Yes. So sort of like the the partner of my partner, the partner of the... Okay, that makes sense I, to a degree. This is a okay. simplified version, but that's the easy way. Like, that's the... Okay. All right, I'm Polycule sorry. Polycule is the overall pattern. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That makes more sense then. Um, thank you for explaining that for people who may or may not know. Um, so I, I apologize. Continue. Word travels through the polycule. Your first open relationship was twenty-one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it it went great. Like it wasn't there wasn't a lot of drama. I was fortunate because mm-hmm. um, that's very rarely the case. I've found. Um, other than that, I've had a couple since, but it uh, for a while there, uh, there was a saying that. Uh, I, I I trend monogamous, but I date poly. Uh, poly. <laughs> you know, just because it's like it's it's simple for me to to be comfortable in my own company or the company of like one other person and just sort of exist. So All right. okay. Counterclockwise switch. You're next. What is your experience mm-hmm. with open relationships? So. Uh, let's go back to. Oh seven, all the way back. Let's, let's really go. that far back. Wow. Yeah, it was. You were a little baby. Yeah, we were little babies at that time. <laughs> oh my gosh, little babies. <laughs> um, I had a, I was in a, you know, monogamous relationship with some one person, but then she wanted to experiment with other people that we we knew, uh, and some of some of we knew know today. And I was like, hey, yeah, if as long as I'm allowed to, uh, uh, you know, try things too with, with the said couple. It was mainly swinger singing kind of got the start mm-hmm. of it. And then it, it um, moved to like one or two other groups for a little bit. But it became, um, what, do you, what would you call it? Uh, it's my, I'm right, you're wrong. But when... You do the same thing, you know, you're still wrong kind of thing. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, with that person. Um, and it blew up in our face. Or, yeah, my face. Gotcha. Because I was like, I just did what you did. And now you're mad at me right. for it. That was my first experience. Current experience is much different. Much better. Right. <laughs> much, much more, uh, you know, in the uh, situation of... Uh, well, it's what's normally called monogamish for a lot of people. Yeah, I love I, that term. Do, monogamish, yeah. <laughs> monogamish. Um, but me and Bunny, um, we 
you know, it's it, it's monogamy in a sense, but at the same time, mm-hmm. if I want to play with somebody else, I ask permission. Is she comfortable with that person? Are we, you know, comfortable with doing things with that person together? Or is this just a thing for me? It must be explained first before anything else. I can't just be like, go to the bar mm-hmm. and find some random chick and say, hey, come mm-hmm. home with me tonight. You know, it's not that level. Right. Some people it is, but it's not for, that's not my level. Uh, but that's that's my current experience, and it's going well. And there's positive feedback with things that you've messaged me uh, recently too. So, if you remember even messaging me, I don't yes, know. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, we'll I get do. into that later after the podcast. But yes. Anyways, that's my um, experience. So, I'll go, and then you go if that's okay. Um, <clears throat> I this is my first experience with an open relationship. Uh, I just got out of a 12-year monogamous relationship. Nine of those married, but we, we were together. We, we got together in 2010. So um, 12 years of monogamy. I mean, really, more than 12 years of monogamy. 12 years with that partner, um, and then it was always monogamous before that. So this is my first experience with an open relationship. Um, <clears throat> and... Uh, I guess I'll kind of stop there until we go further into like expectations versus realities and like what I expected. So yeah, this is my first my first experience with an open relationship. So, dress blacks. Um, you might have to sit up and talk closer to the microphone. You're kind of quiet. So, uh, Titmouse and I, as we've gone over before, have been married for 22 years. Um, things. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Things Keep were pretty straightforward. And, and traditional for the first decade. Um, going into the second decade, we started opening up to each other more about our sexual interests and what sort of person we were attracted to beyond each other. Um, it's just one of those things that we kind of had to overcome uh, some preconceptions and you know what, what how we were raised. And just be a little bit more honest with each other, each other going into, you know, starting the second decade of marriage. And uh, as we discussed these topics more, we di- we discovered that we were open to the idea of being involved with other people, wanting to experiment more, wanting to to just experience more. Um, I had enjoyed, uh, you know, having several sexual partners. Uh, when Titmouse and I broke up before we got married and I always wanted to do more she is not as interested in experimenting and socializing as I am so she based you know things grew Um, it it started with us dating a couple of girls and that didn't go great but it didn't go horribly and then she decided that she was about done with that aspect of things, and we discussed some more. I mean, this is, you know, we're talking over a five-year period of um, evolution on the idea. I, it basically wound up with I had permission to do kind of what I wanted, um, just, you know, be safe, safe, sane, consensual, come home, showered, and clean sort of thing. And uh, that's where we've been at. Um, for five, six years now, at least. Wow. Um, and it's, it's gone pretty well. There's been fairly minimal drama. Um, 
the only drama really was when we were dating the couple of girls, and that wasn't anything extreme. It just the usual, you know, figuring out space and relationship stuff. We've learned a lot over the years, and I think what we've got going now with the three of us, everything's clicked very, very well. Okay. Thank you, boys. Um, so I'm wondering, since we're kind of talking about that, um, what was that transition like for you? I mean, you obviously switched. You you were a little bitty baby already involved in an open relationship. But, like, what was it like, that transition from from an open relationship to a to or excuse me from a closed relationship to an open relationship and I know this is kind of a different question for all of us because obviously um my relationship with my ex started out starting to take steps towards some degree of openness right that was the point of the party was was for me to have some space to try to explore um and that's neither here nor there because obviously that relationship is no longer intact um, this goes back to open and honest communication. Um, Dress Blacks talked about how, you know, having that constant communication over five years, you know, I, I was communicating to the best of my ability, and it turns out not, maybe not everybody was communicating as honestly and openly as we should have been. Neither here nor there. So for me, it wasn't the transition so much within a relationship. It was leaving one relationship and starting another Um and as 12 said, like, I jumped in with both feet. Um, I really didn't. There was no, well, we'll see how this works. It was just, well, fuck it. We're doing this. We're doing it live. <laughs> and just kind of, it's been figuring it out as we go. It, well, as I go, at least. I think they, Dress Blacks and Titmouse, have had some degree of, like, knowing a little bit better than me what's going on. But um, And we've had a couple instances like that that have come up. But, but yeah. So for mm-hmm. you, for the, for you boys... Um, and we'll just stick with the same order. We'll start with 12. Fuck, he's over there. We'll start with 12. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, what was that transition like? For, have you been in a situation where you've been in a closed relationship and it shifted to open? Or have you just always gone in with a... Oh, no, I've, I've absolutely been in, in, in such relationships where they've started closed and uh, opened up mm-hmm. to various degrees. <clears throat> um... Sometimes just because uh, incompatibility between partners, right? And it's an attempt to, to patch that, uh, which ultimately mm-hmm. fails, obviously. Uh, so there's been that. Um, other times, yeah, I'm just one of many, as it were, the unicorn. Which I've had conversations mm-hmm. with uh, with you about that. Uh, my, my Can men be unicorns? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Although, although sometimes they get called dragons, or yeah, you know. I've heard dragons. I haven't heard unicorns, but yeah. Are. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> so. Anyway. Okay. Um. It really depends on on the person. Right, because obviously your dynamic and your relationship with that person determine how determines how the transition goes. Uh, I've had it go very well. I've had it go poorly. I, I've I've had one go like, no, this is how I want it, and then when somebody else shows interest in me, uh, you know, they they throw a mug at my head and jump on my back. 
yeah, that's not open and honest communication at all. So, so varying mix us a mixed bag for 12 switch what about you so it was all closed relationships up until this very like this current relationship which i hope it just keeps going um it's always it was always a thought but i knew the people i was with it wasn't going to be a thing um Mm -hmm. because just you know, a lot of people are set to monogamy, which is in that we're taught monogamy. Mm-hmm. That's that's how it's supposed mm-hmm. to be, period. No, you know, don't yeah. shake the boat. Um, but going into this, this relationship with Bunny, I wasn't thinking about it. Um, but mm-hmm. she, she had uh, told me that she had tried it before. She didn't want us to do mm-hmm. it in the beginning, which I was like, oh, that's fine. You know, we need to get to know each other first mm-hmm. before we do anything else in that situation. So, um, so I never pushed it, you know, but it was, it's always been a thought in my mind, like, how would that work? Does that, you know, how, you know, do, do I have the capability to separate, for me, it's separating the love for somebody and wanting the sex for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I found out I can do it. You know, I have, as we explained last time, I do have that ability with people, even partners I've been with previously. Mm-hmm. I love Bunny, 100%. I don't have any, you know, whenever I go out over here to have sex with someone else, it's, it's I'm never like, like, oh man, I gotta, I'm falling in love with this person. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. This is the person I love. This is the person I want to spend my life with. You know, that's mm-hmm. that person versus this. And... Is as long as I know and she knows that I can keep these two locations separate, and and for same for her, if she finds another person she wants to have fun with, if as long as these two places don't go like this, mm-hmm. we're okay. Um, that's that's really like so for at. you, it that's stays me. physical, not romantic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's more. See, and that's for because I know. For, I'm sorry. Hold on, but I know. Mm-hmm. I love Bunny, and then she can't, but she can't do the dominant side of things, which I like to have mm-hmm. once in a while. Not all the time, but I need someone else to be able to do that. She mm-hmm. and I know she can't. So right, yeah. But see, I think that's interesting because for us it was very different, right? Like for us, it was never just physical. It was, it was always both, and that's what I tried to explain to somebody. You know. Um, when we had kids and we had our first daughter, we had squeaks and I thought, how can I ever love another baby? Like we should just have one because how can I ever love another baby as much as I love this baby? And then we had squish and I thought, oh, that's how, you know, love is not a pizza that gets divided and shared. If I give a slice to you and a slice to you, it doesn't mean there's less like that's not how it works. Love doesn't, you don't have to divide love. It can, it can spread. And I think part of it for me was learning that you can love people differently. You don't have to have the exact same kind of love for everybody, but that doesn't mean that it's less valid. It doesn't mean that it's less important. It's just different. So that was, um, that was kind of my big realization. I took your turn. I apologize. That's right. But now it's your turn. <laughs> now it's your okay. turn. You have to sit back up, though. Sorry. Um, so I, I guess I explained some of the transition. Um, but uh, I guess, can I ask for you, 
Was it more like Switch, where it was meant to be physical and not romantic, or was it like how did that how did that happen? That I, that kind of I broke his brain. The tension no, builds. Because I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to explain uh, in some of this. I have to try and explain both of us. So I have, mm-hmm. I need to keep my speaking for Titmouse very general. Yes. Um. Uh, I, I absolutely when it started, was it meant just to be um, physical? Did it start off as, hey, this is a sexual incompatibility? Because that's what it was with me and my ex. It was, hey, we are not sexually compatible. Like, I love you to death, but this just is not working for me. Some, some of it, was, it wasn't exactly that. It was that we each wanted something that the other couldn't provide. Titmouse had an interest in other women. Obviously, I can't provide that. This is this is true. Yes, you're kind of furry for a <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, come to find out, and I'm I'm forgetting the term. Um, it's where you have to be romantically involved with somebody. Demisexual. Demisexual. Um, Titmouse is, is is fairly obviously demisexual. Yeah. So. Um, that aspect we didn't understand until, honestly, fairly recently. Um, but she also doesn't deal with relationships ending well. So She has a lot of feelings, which I get, because yeah. I do too. Like, she and I are very similar in, in that aspect. So, we, when we first opened up, we tried to date together. And we met a couple of girls, and one wasn't very serious, and one was was kind of serious, but nothing really panned out. She decided to give up and, like I said, gave me permission to just, you know, do what I needed to do, have fun with who I wanted to have fun with, but, you know, be safe about it. And, um, you know, if emotions came out of it, to be honest with her about it. Um, But I wasn't really looking for anything serious. It was just have fun, hopefully grow a group of friends mm-hmm. to have fun with, which I did. Um, Pull a D&D party. And then you came along. And then, then I came along and I fucked everything up. <laughs> and uh, and everything changed. And uh, Titmouse's demisexual side kicked in. And we realized that it, you know, things were more than just sexual you know, it started out, it was going to be purely play, purely sexual, but the more... I think the first thing you told me is, I'm really, he's like, best case scenario, he's like, I'm hoping you guys are friends, that you guys can be friends, and you don't have to do anything you're not comfortable with, and like, I was like, okay, but what was like your best, like, this is the ultimate, he's like, no, yeah, basically exactly what happened, that was like my, this would be fantastic, but I'm not counting on it, kind of scenario. <laughs> I mean, and that that's later on after things blew up and whatnot, yeah. too. You know, uh, you know, in the beginning, my expected best case scenario was that Moo and I got to play together a couple times a month, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
me and Exmoopapi could be fr- could be <laughs> at least cordial. I, you still haven't come up with another. I know. Name. I gotta come up with another um, name for him. So you know that we could at least be cordial, if not friends, and that uh, Moo and Titmouse could be cordial, if not friends. Mm-hmm. You know that even if nothing else grew out of it, that we could play together when we want to play together, and everybody else could just get along. Yeah. And things didn't go according to that plan. And in fact, <laughs> I, re- I remember early on going, look, I don't want to mess up your normal everyday life. I just want to be a part of the life that you want to have that's filling in what's missing at home. Yeah. And that's just not the way things turned out, obviously. And These I win. True facts. <laughs> Shots fired. Jeez. Oof. Ugh. I don't think that was aimed Not at you. I'm not justified from being facetious. <laughs> Thus the terribly well, acted that, out death scene. So that was a whole other element to this too, because there was a certain, I guess this thing started becoming, taking steps with my ex towards some degree of openness. He acknowledged, I apologize, my voice is really going. <clears throat> he acknowledged that he was not meeting those needs. He didn't have plans to do anything about it, but he acknowledged that he was not meeting those needs. And so that was actually 12 stumbled into the podcast. The one I'm pointing the wrong fucking direction. He's over here on my screen. You're there. Fuck. Well, but I do it. I got pulled in. So you didn't get pulled in. You wandered into a podcast and we just kind of kept you there. I did not jump you in the hallway. And so that's kind of how 12 and I's um, relationship, more or less, is the best term I have for it, started, is because he was providing what I wasn't getting. He was he was daddy. He was somebody, he still is, I still call him daddy. Um, he was somebody to talk to in the evenings. He was somebody to kind of work through some of those sexual feelings and those sexual um, desires and explorations with. Um which, again, at the time, X said he was okay with. And then it became, you know, well, you're, you're doing this, and I don't know if that's okay. And I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't realize it wasn't okay. I, let's, no. How do we adjust this? How do we... Which, again, neither here nor there. Um, there's a reason why that relationship no longer exists, right? Obviously. So, the time, the time um, period so in, which came, in which you came up with weaponized dirty talk, which I, I just love as like a band You do name use weaponized dirty talk. You both do. I'm pointing the wrong direction. Both of you do that. You absolutely. Well, he's actually physically right there. But both of you do that. Both of you are very good at it, and I'm very susceptible to it. But you both do it very differently. But I think that was my first sort of indicator that you could split feelings for people. They're not split feelings, but rather that you could have feelings for more than one person. And caring about one person does not make you care about the other person any less. There's growing and there's changing and there's, there's, there's you know, kind of this stretching and expanding of a relationship web. But at the same time, you know, it's that, that's what it is. It's just, it's a transition. It's not... It doesn't have to be a, oh, fuck, this is everything. The whole world's over. Blow it all up. I don't give a fuck anymore. That happens if you can't be an adult about things. But for the most part, that's not how things have to happen. Look, it and was I only like for, three civilians. <laughs> I think for me, the biggest thing 
was watching. They've been married for 22 years. Like, clearly they're doing something right. It's longer than the average, which is eight. Oh, I made it to nine. Fuck yeah. Woo. <laughs> Better than average. I'll take what I can get, yo. My longest was seven. Um, Never married, though. Yeah, listen, it's... Our right. longest relationship was eight years. Not married, either. <laughs> so, can we talk about... Oh, my God. <sighs> can we talk about... I'm sorry, I'm really struggling. Can we talk about... I'm not feeling well. I never did that. Merlin's the one that likes to make fun of that voice. Can we talk about maybe what our expectations were for open relationships versus what the reality is? Is there any, like, can you guys think of one, like, thing where you're like, oh, fuck, this is going to happen. This is going to be great. Woohoo! And then you're like, oh, that's not how that happened at all. So let's go clockwise because I hate counterclockwise. So I'll go first. All right. Um, yes, sir. Uh, I think uh, I... The expectations for it were more like when I was in the like, harem days. Mm -hmm. when I was talking to five people at once and doing things with five people at once. But at least telling them all that, that this is going on. This isn't, you know... I wasn't yeah, everybody hiding. knew. Everybody, everybody was aware. Knew. Yeah, and I didn't have one main person. Eventually, mm -hmm. it turned into one main person, not Bunny, so this diff different person, but uh, that's actually yeah. never been talked about. Um, and it kind of all fell apart at that point. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of like where the expectation was, having five people at once and then, you know, doing whatever with whom, whomever. Um, that was the expectation. Now it's... Reality is far better than that. I have... Mm -hmm. I have a strong relationship with the person I'm with, and also, it, it's not so random that I don't know what I'm doing every day. Like, I yeah. could call up one or two people and like, hey, you want to hang out just as friends? You know, I don't say just as friends, but, you know, just want to hang out, yeah. and then maybe something will happen. I'd rather that than, mm -hmm. you know, hey, a booty call, but she won't. Let's go. It's <laughs> a dick appointment. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> um... But yeah, talking to people like that, I don't know. That's just, that's not for me. Um, that mm. was, I had a small hoe phase. Un unlike uh, 12. <laughs> small hoe phase? Yeah, small hoe phase, where, uh, unlike 12. Where small he, he small hoe, not full on himbo. Yeah, not full on himbo. <laughs> Love you, 12. I, I mean, apparently so does everybody else, because I'm easy. Oh, oh! You like give him the waterworks of uh, being broken up by by some, like uh, like a two year oh, relationship. Oh, okay, wait a oh, second. They come out of the woodworks. <laughs> I have a story. I have an actual question. This is something okay. that was on my radar to talk to twelve about. Um, speaking of open relationships and dating and everything, so I haven't had to date in ages, right? I, I still didn't really have to date. Look at how that worked out. Fuck yeah. Um, but it's because that's the reason why have... I'm in credit card debt now. Continue. <laughs> if you if you have a, a one night stand with someone or if you invite somebody over, do you let them stay the night or you kick them the fuck out? Me? I love everybody. Stay. This is a question for everybody. For me, it depends on the you know person, but I, I let them stay the night. That's okay. Look, I didn't kick her out. She left. 
<laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't accuse you of anything but you had a date the other night so it made me think of that date dick appointment I don't know what you want to classify her dick as um, dick appointment see whatever call a spade a spade it's okay hot tip mm. I'd say that's totally situational mm-hmm. okay yeah I've never had to worry about that before in my life sorry just it's never been a thing that I've had to do so I never had a problem I, with someone staying. I was like, okay. You? Okay, sorry. I derailed that. Expectations versus reality. Sorry. Um, I'd say my my reality and expectations are pretty similar. It was, you know, just kind of, I, I didn't expect to just go out and, you know, find people to hook up with every night or anything like that. Sometimes it took effort. Sometimes it took less effort, you know? Um, prior to the Moopocalypse. <laughs> the Moopocalypse. Wow. Uh, fuck all I the way off. I love it. All I see is a mushroom cloud <laughs> with moo cows going oh. everywhere. God damn it. <laughs> fuck all the way there's, off. Here's the uh, album cover uh, right there. <laughs> you know, that, I was talking earlier about having the circle of friends that you could have fun with. I was working on, let's see, where, where would I have been at? One, two, three... <laughs> Four, five, five. You would have been six if things had just continued being casual. So you would have also been a himbo, but I fucked it up. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I've told you the stories of the of the people who ended up very upset because of the yeah. the, the new girl who got all the attention. Yeah, you know. I'm sorry, everybody. You need to calm down about it. Let's grow up. Let's go. Let's go have fun. They don't listen anymore. Oh, man. We could be having so much more fun. Guys, I'm not a bad sharer. I'm really not. Not, I mean, not not including her, or I guess if you include her ex, between the two of us, there's at least, at least four people who don't even want to talk about sex or talk to us at all anymore. Yeah. Just because we ended up together. Because they were upset that, you know, what was casual or what they thought was more about them than they than reality was. Um, I found somebody I cared about, and that, that was just, it was too far for them. Yeah. So apparently we could fuck around, he just wasn't allowed to love me. Right. <laughs> what the hell, though? The fuck? No. I know, right? And, and, there's, a couple, and there's a couple of others... That you know they they didn't cut off communication, but they haven't been communicating. Yeah. And then there's a couple that communication stuff is still there, but the fun aspect, you know, the sexual fun aspect is gone. And it's just the way it is. And we the we've had to decide between ourselves that you know with everything going on, with all the things that we've got to be grown up about, out you know without having to monitor each other's uh, play partners that you know we just kind of stick together for the time being and if we can't play together with someone we just don't it's just easier that way right now and Titmouse is fine with that too because she knows that we'll keep each other in check and out of trouble so everything is still technically open but you know it's a pretty solid triad and I'm sure there, there are situations too where like if one of us was hit, like, there was a situation which I handled poorly in retrospect. Um, 
where, and again, this goes back to open and honest communication, right? He was in Las Vegas for work, and he's like, hey, there's a party going on here. And I was like, oh, but I thought we weren't playing without the other person. Do you honestly think you could go and you wouldn't take part in that? Like, what's going, you know? And for Titmouse, she was like, oh, yeah, well, it's fun. At least he'll be, you know, he'll have something to do and he'll, and I was like, oh, she's like way more well-adjusted about this than I am, right? She's better at sharing because she's had more practice. Whereas my brain goes, well, fuck, what's he going to do? He's going to find somebody, like, I have to fight with a lot of spiraling, right? And so I had this expectation that, like, I was going to come into this and, like, everything would just be fine. And it is for the most part, but it takes a couple steps to get there sometimes. And because I'm coming from a 12-year monogamous relationship and I'm, um, what's the word? Decompressing, desensitizing, de-escalating, fuck. Something to that effect. Deconverting. There you go. Um... Readjusting, deconverting religiously, oh. it makes a big difference because, again, 12 years of monogamy and a very Christian up, not very Christian, but a Christian enough upbringing. There are very concrete examples, or excuse me, um, very concrete expectations for what is and is not acceptable. And so, a lot of times, it's me again reminding myself, hey, you are the one that said we don't divide love, we share. Like, calm the fuck down and take your own advice. And so it's a lot of me kind of stepping back and sort of doing that. It's also a lot of me recognizing that, especially from a physical aspect, I use sex as a coping mechanism. But I don't want, like, and this was a situation, 12, you brought up the, god damn it, you're over here. You brought up the potential idea of using, um, like, sex and post-trauma recovery, I think it's a valid topic, but it's a very broad topic in and of itself because I know that I use sex as a coping mechanism, which is exactly why I don't do it with everybody. It's exactly why I don't go, I'm having a bad day, dress blacks isn't busy, I'm fucking off to Switch's house. Like, I don't do these things on purpose because I know <laughs> what I am and like, I know where my brain will and will not go. I have to stop talking and give somebody else a turn because my voice is shot. Well, you have, you're, you are allowed to do that, at least with Bunny, with one phone call, and I have to make sure Dress Flax is cool with it, too. Right. So, but yeah. You, you can come fuck off if you really need to. Really, really <laughs> need to. All the way up. So, but, you know, it's just a, I think the biggest expectation versus reality for me is that. Mm, there's this moment of like um, Louis C.K. does these jokes where he says of course but maybe um, and so like of course you know of course an open relationship like we, we met under the guise of an open relationship of course it should remain open and it's like but maybe then that means he just replaces you and then it's me going that's not what that means you fucking stupid idiot why are you doing and part of that is my own self-deprecating you know brain you know it's like of course there's you know there's space in the bed for all three of us but maybe there's not and they're just begrudgingly letting you take this up up this third of the bed like there's a lot of those and I'm like you're an idiot why are you doing this so again because of who I am as a person I spiral and I have to kind of reassess myself fairly regularly and I I didn't expect that but to me like that's 
I know that it's becoming less and less of um like that's not going to be the normal right I'm not going to do that every single time it's a transition it's a time to feel things out it's a time to understand what this is and it's a time for me to find my place because it was a big shift a lot of things have changed and so I'm I'm trying to find my place in where everything fits not just this relationship but everything big picture so there's been a lot more there's been a lot more self-reflection than I wanted there to be I'm really tired of looking at myself and trying to be a grown-up about it, but I don't get another choice, so I have to sit there and fucking mental health, self-care, let's do it. Woo! Let's go. Is there anything else that you gentlemen can think of that you think we should be talking about in the context of uh, polyamorous god damn it we're not all polyamorous open relationships is is this perfect go on no go ahead first dress blacks um dress blacks is going first i just you know we say this every podcast but open and honest communication You can't have an open relationship without open communication. Period. If you want that to maintain that relationship. Yeah. Because it becomes... The the line between an open relationship and cheating is a fine one and is defined by everybody involved. And it requires a whole lot of honesty. To not, to not step all over that line, really, to be perfectly honest. It's just, it's, you have to be not only open and honest with each other, but with yourself. And I think that's a big part of it, is knowing what your own motivations are for doing something. Um, I was going to say something else, and it completely, oh, just side note, um, just for people's, edification polyamory polygamy and bigamy are not interchangeable terms if one more person tells me that polyamory is illegal I'm gonna freak the fuck out polyamory is not illegal he cannot marry us both that's bigamy that's illegal there's nothing that says you can't love more than one person just wanted to throw that out there because this is a real conversation that I've had to have more than once with more than one person polyamory is not illegal bigamy is illegal and it always makes me think of did anybody else see Tiny Toons how I spent my summer vacation where he's trying to get Buster to marry the alligators he goes I can't marry all three of them that's bigamy and the dad goes no that's bigamy (laughs) like that's what I always think of as the big old fat alley. All right, twelve. I'm but taking yeah, over. Polyamory is not illegal. Switch. Um. So most <laughs> of what I was going to say was was taken up, but um. Also, if you are going to dip your toe into this, do it slowly, because. Mm-hmm. The first you need to be paying attention to your again the open and honest communication. Pay attention to how they're reacting to everything. If there's something, it's not just words. It's also the person's mood. Did did you know? Did my significant other 
uh, just start switching up what's going on in their life all of a sudden because of this? Or are they, you know, now blowing me off because of this? Pay attention. If there's something wrong, say something. And if it becomes too big of a a red flag, maybe you need to not do that with that person. Or that may be not the person that you need to be with, depending on what they do. Pay attention. Well, and it's a situation, too, where, like, you have to be prepared. (coughs) Anytime you make a big switch in any relationship, it could blow up. Yeah. And you have to be prepared to deal with the consequences of that. You have to be prepared to deal, like... More than one person has come up to me and had a conversation with me about things that are happening with their significant other. And I'm the first person to say, look, I may not be the person you want to take advice from right now. Like, I I just got out of it. Like, I'm st- I'm getting divorced. Like, clearly, I did something not correct in the eyes of, like, you know, monogamous marriage. So, like, but I went into what was happening with the knowledge that I was either going to, like, it was going to work out. Or it was going to blow up, but I was going to have an answer on how I felt either way, and I was prepared for that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Twelve, was all your stuff taken up? Uh, no, I was going to say, uh, you know, if you, if you have hot friends, it's perfectly okay to want to fuck them but not date them. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the harem day. Or days. I don't think it has to be hot friends. I think if you have friends that you're sexually attracted to, it's okay to fuck them but not want to date them. It's like the uh, TikTok that goes, uh, you know, we can't be friends and still kiss. Fuck, man. (laughs) I mean, honestly. We can't can't kiss. (laughs) All right, boys. If that's it, um, for the sake of my voice, I'm going to call it here tonight. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you for your openness. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for your communication and your words of wisdom. Um, Normally, this is where we would plug ourselves. But instead, I'm just going to tell you about the link tree that Switch set up for us. If you go to linktr.ee slash nerdgasm and 3rdga5m, you can find links to all of our stuff. Um, These podcasts are going up on YouTube. Thank you for your views. They are still going up on Anchor and being distributed all of those places that you have been listening to us. We appreciate you for listening. Um, If you're looking for more content, um, you can find on YouTube uh, Merlin played um, 60 Seconds seconds Deanimized with 12 and with switch and uh i just finished mine tonight and that content is coming so you can tune in and find out if i managed to beat everybody's record so again thank you so much for joining us this evening i have been the mupacabra with me have been switch rigs uh 12 sided guy and dress blacks uh say good night boys bye and night good night boys we We hope you have a fantastic evening. We hope you have an even better tomorrow. Bye for now, friends. Bye.